0: Welcome to the Auburn Live podcast, your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. where do, you go? Where do you go? All right, welcome into Auburn Live show. AuburnLive.com, part of the On Three Sports Network. Appreciate everybody for joining us on this Sunday morning. You're listening to this. Um, some reaction to Auburn's 21-17 loss at South Carolina. Um, Tigers lose three in a row it's the first time they've lost three in a row since 2012 when they lost five in a row it's the first time Brian Harson has lost three in a row as a head coach um, and uh, and yet again another blown lead for Auburn they're up 14 to nothing they're outscored 21-3 from that point on from the second quarter on again um, the same way they had a 28-3 lead against Mississippi State and blew that one too uh, this is another blown lead Holborn loses to a mediocre, mediocre, mediocre South Carolina football team um, that they had honestly no business losing to, backup quarterback or not. Um, All right. Um, You know, I'm recording this. You're listening to it on Sunday morning. I'm recording this on Saturday night late. It's like midnight. Um, You know – Auburn jumped out to that 14-0 lead. And I said on Twitter, I said, we, we all know this game doesn't start till the second half. You know, half joking. Um, but but sure enough, they did it again. Um, sure enough, Auburn did it again. It uh, it is it is um, mind-blowing um, what they have done, not just the last two games in terms of blowing the leads. That's That's a big part of the story. But go back to the last three games. And in, in the last three games in the second half, Auburn has nine total points. They have scored points on two of 18 possessions. Two of 18 possessions they scored points on in the second half of the last three games. They've got like three, four fumbles. They got like three fumbles. They've lost. They've thrown a pick. They've turned it over on downs twice. Um, and, and and honestly, if you go back one more game to the Ole miss game in which they won, they didn't score an offensive touchdown in the in the second half of that game either. So really you're talking about 12 total points in the second halves, in the second halves of the last four games combined. Um they were fortunate to win one of them, the Ole miss game. You know, if think about Ole Miss, think about the second half of that game. I mean Almost goes for it on fourth down, doesn't get it. They're down there another time. Auburn picks them off in the end zone. If Auburn doesn't make a couple of those plays, they lose that game too. Um uh, the South Carolina game look, great start, 14 to nothing. Um and uh and then it just it just collapsed. Look, TJ Finley was 14 of 23 midway through the third quarter. He finished three of nine down the stretch. He was fine. TJ Finley was fine. He didn't lose you the game, he didn't turn the ball over. He made one costly error on the fumble. Second and 4, Auburn at the Auburn going in, uh, you know, Auburn second and goal to start the fourth quarter. And 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 Finley fumbles that football. I'd have to go back and watch it. I'm pretty sure it was just a Finley drop ball. I, I don't think it was any kind of mistake on anybody else's part. I, I think Finley just dropped the dropped the snap. Um huge mistake. Big mistake. Um that but but other than that Finley played fine, you know what I mean. He, he didn't lose you the game. He's not super accurate, um, you know. He didn't throw a great deep ball. I mean, he, but, but again, first start on the road, he didn't lose you the football game. Not really. Um, he was part of it. He wasn't really part of the solution necessarily, but he but he wasn't he wasn't why Auburn lost. It was a lot of reasons why Auburn lost. Um, but I talked about that fumble. Let's talk about those a couple of those turning points in this football game. That was one. Actually, let's start with the first one, and that's fourth and one, um, three minutes in the second quarter, three minutes till halftime. Auburn fourth and one from their own thirty-five yard line, leading fourteen to seven, decides to go for it. Now, I'm fine with going for it because you have a six foot seven quarterback. If you can't quarterback sneak it fourth and one with a six foot-seven quarterback like TJ Finley, who is athletic, you have no business playing football or even winning the game. If you can't quarterback sneak it for one yard with that guy, there is a big problem. Now I'm not saying you go for it like on your own 10, I'm not saying you should get it whenever, so you just go for it whenever. No. But if you're gonna go for it 35-yard line, fine. Quarterback sneak it, get the first down. You still got three minutes remaining until halftime. You still have plenty of time to put a drive together and go get points, or you could put a drive together and it could stall and you could punt. But at that point, you probably leave South Carolina with very little time, if any, to put a drive together and go get points. You know, if you if you run another minute or so off the clock, let's say, and then you have to punt, you don't go anywhere and you and then you decide, okay, now let's punt. You give South Carolina maybe they got a minute, a minute and a half to go seventy. You know, it's just. They're probably not going to do it. Or you punt and you give Carolina the same thing. You decide to punt. Okay, fine. You're still giving them the ball three minutes, but you're at least making them go the field. Um so Auburn going forward, that's one decision, but I'm okay with that. I think most Auburn fans would are okay with that. Um in that in that situation. The play call, the play call was garbage. Sorry. The play call was garbage. You know, brian harson defended it after the game and look that's that's been him and, and mike bobo's mo all year they will come out of timeouts um out of turnovers change of possession and they will go for big shots that's clearly a play they thought if there's a fourth and one we're going to get them lined up in a certain way we're going to run a play action I don't blame him. I mean if I'm Carolina, I'm thinking, you know, it's going to be a run and we're going to sneak Demetrius Robertson who's a fast guy through there and he should be streaking and he should have a step or two. Like I understand the thought of that play. But in that situation, what are you doing? In a 14 to 7 game on your own 35, that 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 that's a that's a risky play call. If you're up 21-7 and you run that maybe at midfield or something. Okay. Okay. Didn't work. You took a shot. 14-7 on your own 35 and, and that's the one you call? Makes no sense. Pick up the first down. And if not with TJ Finley, run Tank Bixby, who was pissed on the sideline, by the way, that he didn't get the ball and I don't blame him. So so one of those two options. Um, because then guess what? You, you, you maintain possession and if you don't convert any points on that drive, you likely use up the clock, and no harm, no foul, you go in 14-7 at halftime. Best case, you convert it and go get points, and you're up 17-7. Seven. So that was turning point one. You give Carolina the ball at the 35. What do they do? Score a touchdown. For the second straight game, the Auburn defense, not so much their fault this time. I mean, you did let them go 35 yards, but offense didn't help, and in in, in Harson and Bobo, that decision didn't help. But for the second straight game, you allow a team to go into halftime scoring a touchdown in the last minutes, and that team also gets the ball coming out of the second half. Um, so just that's not winning football. That is not winning football. Um, so Carolina scores a touchdown. Huge moment. Huge moment. Um, you know, like like I just said, you, you, you potentially take points off the boy off the board for Auburn by not converting, and then you give Carolina points. Um, by by not by not getting it it's just a big big change and even if you punt and carolina say carolina goes down and you make them go the length of the field if they get a field goal that's four points that's the difference in the game that's the four that's the four points so that was moment number one moment number two was what i mentioned with the finley fumble second and four second goal coming out of the fourth quarter and finley fumbles the snap loses four yards huge play third and eight Then you then you third and eight Finley throws behind Malcolm Johnson on a slant that wasn't going to score anyway. That was a terrible third and eight. That was terrible anyway. Nobody was open. People didn't weren't even good routes being run. Uh and you throw a you throw us the slant to Malcolm Johnson on the far side of the field. Just ridiculous. Um, I mean, just the execution of that play was terrible. So you go from second and four to fumble. Third and eight, terrible pass, wasn't going to get it anyway, to miss 25-yard field goal. I mean, that series of events was devastating, catastrophic for Auburn. You know, we talked about the fourth and one at the end of the first half. Well, here's another one. So if that goes your way, and let's just say you don't score points, they don't score points. Nothing happens. It's still 14-7. There you just messed up second and four. Tank Bigsby's having hit the game he's having. You screw it up and you don't even get a field goal. Those two are the difference in the game. Those two, forget the muff at the end. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 seven in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Those two right there, easily avoidable. Easily avoidable for Auburn, you know, to get points or to keep points off the scoreboard for South Carolina, and that's the difference in the ballgame. I mean, and then, of course, the big, the, the last big turn, the turning point was the muff punt. That's not why Auburn lost the game, but that cannot happen. That cannot happen happen um, there is absolutely no video evidence um, that we saw that showed conclusively that that ball hit Jalen Simpson none it doesn't exist it does not exist um, and the and, and it was not called on the field you cannot overturn that that was an atrocious atrocious call horrible I would love to be in the room when they reviewed that and they say now how did you overturn that because if you overturn it we're talking about conclusive, without a doubt, evidence. I, I mean, I would love to know what that evidence is from the ref's point of view that they looked at and said, oh, look, there it is. No question about it. 100%, the ball hit his knee. Look, here's the evidence. It's it's not there. There was not a camera view that showed that. There just wasn't. You, you could perceive it. You could say, ooh, based on that angle, it kind of looks like it. There was not a video angle that showed 100%. You would have needed a video angle directly above it looking down on that, and it didn't exist. didn't exist. So that was an atrocious, horrible call. It's not why Auburn lost, but that that can't happen. Auburn should have had one more chance and should have had one more possession at the end of that game, and it was actually huge because I think it impacted Auburn's possession before that. Uh, with five and a half minutes when Auburn got the ball, they threw four straight passes. And a lot of people were thinking, how do you not give the ball to Tank Bixby? W- where is Tank Bixby? And I get that. But I-, I wonder, I don't know, but I wonder if Mike Bobo in that situation is thinking five, five minutes left. If, if we, if I run this like a drive, like a normal drive and start giving the ball to Tank Bixby, we, this might be our only drive because as soon as I start running, I'm going to run clock. And if we get down there and there's two minutes left, whatever, and I have to use a timeout, and then if we don't get a touchdown, the game's over. We, we will lose. I, I wonder if if Bobo wasn't saying, let's throw here and 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 see if we can move the ball. If we can't, we shouldn't use up a lot of clock, and we should get we should get another possession. Let's see if we can get a stop, get the ball back, and have one more possession. But again, I don't know that for sure. It was just a thought. And so um, but the point is um, the muff punt matters because it influenced it. If that's potentially what Mike Bobo is thinking that influences his, his, his play calling there. Right. So it's not just that, um, well, they had drives before it, that drive before was influenced on him thinking, we're going to get a stop worst case and we're gonna get the ball back. And then they don't, if you told Bobo, this is your only drive, no matter what he, he really he does that differently. So, uh, that was a big, that was a big call that can't happen. Um, Tank Bigsby, fantastic night. You could tell from the beginning that he was ready to play. Um, I think I tweeted it literally on Auburn's first touchdown drive. I mean, first couple of carries of the game. I said, Tank Bigsby's got another burst tonight. Th- th- he looks there's a there's an extra step there. You can see it. Um, and he had a great night. He was fantastic. Um, 164 yards. I think that's uh, second most yards uh, in his career, behind 192 against Mississippi State. Last week, Shed Jackson, uh, I think 11 catches for a hundred something yards, both career highs for him. Um, Smoke Monday with six tackles. Chandler Wooten with six tackles It's the first time Smoke Monday's led the team in tackles in his career. Um, but just look, a weird game. I mean, Auburn's defense did its part in the fourth quarter. Um, There were some surprising things about the game from Auburn's defensive perspective. Giving up 141 yards rushing shouldn't have happened. That's above what Carolina averages in a game. Uh, Constantly having that play bounce outside, losing containment, terrible. Um, Not covering 11 out of the backfield, terrible. Makes no sense. But having said all that, Auburn allowed 306 total yards. That's under South Carolina's average. They allowed 21 points. That's two points under South Carolina's average and they held South Carolina to one for nine on third downs, that should win you the ball game. If you hold a team under their yards average, under their points average, and hold them to one of nine on third downs, you sack them four times and have a turnover, and you commit no turnovers, you should win that football game. And yet Auburn lost. I think the only thing Auburn's defense didn't really do that they've were that they done in the past is um, they're back to allowing – they're allowing touchdowns against Ole Miss. They allowed field goals, you know, against AM, field goals. Um, but now against Mississippi state and now against South Carolina, they're giving up touchdowns. They're not buckling down when it matters and they're giving up touchdowns. Um, that was the same thing with Mississippi state. I mean, they gave up yards in Mississippi state, but those touchdowns, it's not like Mississippi state hit bombs. I mean, Mississippi state scored touchdowns from three yards out and six yards out. Auburn had their chance to hold them there. Same thing with Carolina. I think it was a fourth and three, and Carolina scored a touchdown. So you know, I think Auburn's defense played okay. Um, they they played well enough to win, ideally, but but they aren't fault free. I mean, they they if they could have held uh, Carolina to a, a field goal instead of a touchdown or whatever, maybe that game goes differently. It's a tie game if they do it one time. Um, bad tackling, missed angles, um, but. Again, hard to blame the defense. Did they play great? No. Did they play bad enough to lose? Not necessarily. Um, the offense going dormant again is is, is honestly what what cost Auburn um, the football game and those decisions we talked about. So Auburn is uh, six and five. They're four and three in the league, I think. Um, no, no, I'm sorry. They're three and four in the league. Um, it's been a long night. Either way, they 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 can't have a winning record in the league. That's the first time since uh maybe 18 that they won't have a winning record in the league. Um in a tough Alabama game coming up, they lose that game, they're 6 and 6. And uh not many Auburn fans travel to a bowl game. Um it's just a disappointing, deflating loss and it's weird, honestly. Um you know, for who Brian Harson is, for what he preaches, what he believes in, um these these collapses are, are odd. You know, in the beginning of the year, Auburn couldn't start well. You remember Georgia State had to come back, losing at halftime. LSU, bad start. Penn State, bad start. Um, and then they kind of turned that around. Great start against Arkansas. Um, great start against um, uh, Ole Miss, Mississippi State. And now it's the finishes. The finishes are killing them. And so it's odd for for, for Harson, who preaches mental toughness and consistency and all those things, they're just not happening. And it's not like Auburn's not out there trying and the effort's not there. It just things are not going their way and they're not playing winning football when it matters. That's the thing. Like we talked about, those few moments, if the thing goes differently and Auburn makes the right decision and plays winning football when it matters, they still win this game even if it's ugly. And it just didn't go their way. Um, all I can say is that, that was a bad loss for Brian Harson. I know it's year one. I know it's a backup quarterback. Um, and look, I like Brian Harson, honestly. I, I like what he stands for. Uh, I like his potential to build a program. I think he's got what it takes to build a consistent program. But a big part of that's recruiting, and a big part of that's hiring, firing on the staff. We'll have to see what happens there. But as far as just how he wants to build a program, his vision, I like a lot of the things that that he's saying and preaching and putting into place. I do. I um, do. But, uh, but that was not a great loss because there's a lot of people that, that you know, he's got to prove that to, and, and, and that, was, that was not a good one. That was not a good loss perception-wise. Year one, backup quarterback, whatever. That was just not great. He needs a very good performance against Alabama. I don't think anybody's thinking Auburn's going to win. He needs a good performance. He needs a close game. Um, I'm just telling you, it, it would go a long way. Um, otherwise, it's going to be a long offseason. Um All right. Well, that's pretty much it. I mean, tough game for Auburn. Um, Brutal loss. Let's see what kind of iron bowl crowd there is. Hopefully it's the iron bowl and it'll be good. Chandler Wooten says, look, it sucks, but it's a one game season. He's right. It's a one game season. Go play as well as you can against Alabama. See what happens. Uh, full coverage, auburnlive.com, um, auburnlive.com. We have the aftermath, a lot of thoughts from myself on, on sort of takeaways from the game. Um, Quotes, stats, and everything uh, following the game. Come be a part of the message board on the corner. Um, that's just kind of my immediate reaction. Uh, night of Auburn's loss to South Carolina, 21 17. Uh, South Carolina had never lost to Auburn since the 30s until last year in Columbia and now this year in Columbia. Literally, it had been in the 30s um, since South Carolina had beaten Auburn. They were like one in 10. And then now they've won two in a row uh in games both games that that auburn had no business losing no business losing last year it was turnovers this year it was just odd decisions and bad decisions that didn't go their way Uh, and now auburn's lost two in a row to just not good south carolina football team so very disappointing for auburn uh disappointing night brian harson's got to see what these team's all about got a rebound you got alabama coming in um you better have a good start in that one of course they've had good starts before so It doesn't really matter if they have a good start because there's a lot of game after that. The game didn't start until maybe the second or third quarter for Auburn. Um, Anyway, thanks for joining us, AuburnLive.com. We'll see you next time. Bye. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply.